Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Time of Eve, which uh, which is a very nice change from what we had been watching. Yeah, this. You know, I didn't really think we'd go biblical with it, but you know, it's it's a nice, refreshing look at you know Adam and Eve's story. No, uh, but before that, we were talking about uh, our favorite candy. Uh, the things that we love in terms of candy, uh, favorite combinations of it. And we also talked about the patron only choices for the next patron exclusive. And uh, you'll get a sneak peek of that next episode. So on to the meat and potatoes, sir. Uh, Mm -hmm. Time of Eve. It's a six episodes long. It's an original. It's a, Producers for it are Directions, Code, Trick Block. Studio for it is Studio Rika. It's an original. It's a slice of life. And it's a sci-fi. What's also interesting about this is um, each episode is only 18 minutes long. And the air date is August 2008 through September 2009. What I will say is it didn't feel like a six-episode show. It felt dramatically less. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I have a problem with the way that they ended it. I have a problem with a few things. The biggest part is there wasn't more. Like I liked it a lot. It it gave a, a unique spin on four or five concepts that I've seen anime try to touch and and do a decent job with. For instance, humanity in general. What is humanity? What what is what's a good part, I guess, of the human that you would want to impart into robots? Right. What about us makes us good? Us. What about us makes us bad? And eh, is it a learned behavior? Is it a ingrained behavior? Nature versus nurture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they had rules. Three main ones, basically, don't hurt a person. Two, don't hurt yourself unless it violates rule number one. And the third one is always listen to a command or something like that, unless it violates rule one or two. And that was basically it. It was simple. Well, what's interesting is the three robotic rules are a mainstay, even in today's society. And it, it, I feel like this kind of takes a different viewpoint on it, you know? In what way? So like, uh, for example, the, the first law of robotics is, uh, that a robot shall not harm a human or by an action, allow a human to come to harm. Right. That's the first robot law. Second law is, Mm -hmm. uh, that a robot shall obey any instruction given to it by a human And the third law is that a robot shall avoid actions or situations that could cause it to come to harm itself. 
right? They further kind of elaborate on that in in the sense that it can't violate the third law unless it is going to cause harm to a person, right? And they take a viewpoint on this as well. So one of the robots ha- it receives an order and they have to receive or, or enact that order no matter what. It can't. But they also put in there, and you find this out too, which is really interesting, is that the robot, based on where it is in the hierarchy in the household even, has rules or or commands that supersede everyone else's in the house. Like a subset of rules. Right. Or, but or also, a class. But also, it can choose, well, not choose, but it can I was going to say, can it really choose? Ignore one of the set of rules if, for example, uh, one of the other laws is going to be in violation. So say you're going to come to harm, you're going to be injured, and it has a command that would possibly violate number one, rule one, you know, don't allow a human to come to harm by inaction. It would then be conflicted at that point. Right. And I think that this series kind of overall kind of touches on that in general, but you also have in the series people, which are considered the robotic ethics committee committee as well. Yeah. Now would you consider them robot ethics or robot enforcement? So the story behind the robotic robot uh, ethics committee is that they were actually created or more so viewed as extremists and they don't like robots. And this is really hammered away in the last couple episodes and their viewpoints. on Yeah. Um, well, their, their ideas are valid in the sense of you think about it, like if we were to take society as it is now, right? Because now we're all in, we're all um, introverted. Like I've run into people in my field that, actively avoid contact with people and robots would be a perfect thing to, to facilitate that. Why would I want to have a confrontational interaction or potentially confrontational interaction with somebody when I could just have a robot do it or when I can have a robot do everything, my chores, my homework, my, my learning entertainment, very similar to how they do it. It's very similar to not how they do in this anime, but how very similar how it's feared could happen in this anime. Well, the biggest fear that's in this anime has has doesn't have anything to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that people are becoming quote unquote androidaholics, and the androidaholics are people that are falling in love with the uh, androids. And so, one of the biggest things that they're trying to strive or push towards is, um, like, do you, you can't have that reciprocate love because while they look like us. And that's one of the key things is that they hammer away is that while they look like people, they are not people. And that's one of the things that they're trying is like, we look the same on the outside, but our insides are different. However, one of the interesting things, what's great about this show is that one of the key markers, one of the key things that all androids have to do is have a ring above their head. And for that, is and they have to have that so that way they can be known that they are an android that they're not human but in this cafe it's considered 
a gray area and they never talk about or, or really truly explain what a gray area is. Do they? I don't think so, but I feel like, you know how they say that you, they can turn away service. They can deny customers at, at least over where I grew up. They're like, if you don't follow these rules, we don't have to serve you. No shirt, no shoes, no service, that kind of thing. Or they got to sign this as we can deny service for any reason. Typically the reason is being rude. Similar thing here. They can implement their own rules to a certain degree in a certain subset. So long as no one really takes issue. Like if you walk into a place and everyone's wearing a suit and tie and you're also wearing a suit and tie, you're fine. And you're like, all right, this is kind of cool. If you walk into a place that's completely casual and you're in a suit and tie and nobody looks twice at you, you're like, oh, okay, it's cool. So long as there's no waves that are being made, then there's no issue. The second that someone has a problem with how you run your business, be it all suit or all casual or a mixture of the two, it could dictate someone else stepping in and finding out where your moral compass should lie. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I, I got a little lost. So what does that have to do with denying service? So you can deny service to, for rude customers. So for someone who is, if let's say someone's rude to your server, right? Okay. You can deny them service. Say that, look, we really don't want you there for that. In this particular sense, Typically, you'd be able to deny customers for being an Android because they're not technically customers in this particular anime. Uh, They don't necessarily have the same rights, but no one's going to. So in this particular cafe, they walk in and they're able to turn the ring off. So it's completely anonymous. Nobody has a problem with those rules that shows up like people who go there, people who who enter this place really don't see a problem with those rules. That's right, why it's a gray area because it's not necessarily illegal set rule there that only androids really pick up on rule 1138. And we're never explained what rule 1138 is. And that's one of the things they also bring up is like this cafe operates under rule number 1138. Okay, so I missed that part completely then because when I was thinking about it and I was watching it, I was assuming it was a right to service kind of place where if you if you cause an issue, you're removed. That kind of thing. Like if you go in there and you cause issues, no. Yeah. I get that. Like they do kind of touch on that a little bit, but the rule is is you treat everyone like the basic is like the rule is treat everyone equal, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But when they further talk about it, they say that that place is a gray area and it is known to be operating under rule number 1138. Now, we do know uh, also that the, that the three laws th- have other laws that kind of tie into it as well. Other things. And this is also known when uh, they cite a specific penal code or whatever for a android that turns its ring off Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming that they're only focusing on a specific a specific law or rule or maybe they are focusing on um i want to say maybe a specific program that calls to that specific rule well here's my biggest issue in one of the later episodes 
it's called out. Like they, they said that if you are an Android and you turn off your ring indicating you are an Android, it is illegal. Right. However, that's why in this, I, ca- in that's this cafe, why I said, uh, that they do cite the rules and other laws that are branching off of those three laws or rules. Right. But in this cafe, it's a gray area because no one seems to have a problem with it. It's still a hundred percent illegal, very similar to discrimination in other, in, in our real world. It's illegal, but in certain instances it's allowed because nobody currently there has an issue with it. Is it right? Yeah. But, but it's also yeah. said that I'm going to break the rules of this cafe and he calls it out. But again, well, this is why, why I'm focusing in on number 1138 because we don't know what 1138 is. We're never told what it is. It could be that true. anyone that operates within this establishment under that code or rule or whatever are allowed to turn off their ring or whatever. We don't know that, but we See, don't know that that Android that walked in that was being called out knows that because mm-hmm. he was walking in and he didn't have a chance to read or analyze the sign. No, they knew. Well, so, I don't believe that the rule on the sign, we're going into semantics, but specifically speaking, I think the rule on the sign when the Android we're talking about says, I'm going to break the rules. He's breaking the rules of the cafe by outing a specific person being or a specific person or robot being a robot. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that. But what I'm saying is we don't know the details of that because there's, and this is one of the interesting things about this is there's, or not interesting. I want to say aggravating. One of the aggravating things about this whole thing is that we're not given answers. We're given questions. No. We're given a lot of questions. Heck, even the well, ending is a question. They don't well, even have not, the answer. No, the, the ending the reason I wanted more is because they didn't really give an ending. They gave you a, there's more to know, but we're not really going to tell you. They give you a light novel version. And I, I know we're kind of focusing a lot on the rule, but I, I think our point of contention between you and I is the rule that we're, it's against the rules to turn off that halo thing they've got. Right. Right. Like we agree there. To, to in the we cap- know, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. In the cafe, it's against the rules to out someone as an android. I think that's the rule that was being broken. He says, I'm going to break the rules of this cafe. And then he immediately goes, you're an android. You're breaking the law by taking off your ring. So what I'm saying is, even in that cafe, it's against the rules to take the ring off so that they can't identify you. However, because everyone in that current area isn't get, doesn't have an issue with it, it's allowed. So it's one of those things like it's not a break in the rule if you don't say it, if you don't bring it up, that kind of thing. Right. Am, but, am I but off again, the mark? Like this, this is why I keep referencing 1138. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that is. So we don't know what the full length of that rule or what the sub meaning for that is or how it applies or anything it's like that. It's complex because they, they use it several times and it's, Several no, different. No, they don't. Inst- they don't. They only say they operate under rule 1138. Mm-hmm. You see that it's embedded into the board. So androids are the only ones that can basically see it. And that's mm-hmm. it. So what rule did he call out? Because I thought it was 1138. No, he didn't call out a rule 1138. He goes, I'm, 
I'm breaking the rules of this cafe that basically you can't ask for personal detail. Like uh, you can't discriminate or ask if they're a straight out Android, because if you remember at the beginning, the boys were asking if they were an Android or trying to interact with them as if they're mm-hmm. Androids or get the information. And they were told you can't ask that information. Yes. Right. But they obviously are not Androids, so they can't see rule 1138. This is true. So, okay. See, I was under the impression, I finished watching it maybe an hour and a half ago. I thought the Android we're talking about referenced 1138 when he was citing the fact that he had the ring off. He might have been citing a different rule. Right. He, he, he could have been citing the general rules on the board um, that basically everyone should be, uh, that there should be no discrimination or distinction uh, made between humans and androids. That's the only rule that's in there. The one rule is that patrons must adhere to it's that there must be no distinction made between humans and androids. And that's what's written there. But we don't know if that's what 1138 means or if there's a deeper meaning behind it. And so the android, the one that calls him out, is breaking the one rule by calling him out because he's calling it out that he is making that distinction. Now, do we know, do you remember why he made that? That he called the other Android out? I do. I do. Because a human was about to be put in danger because of it, which is why I said that. I see it now. Rule number one can be broke or, or rule number two can be broken as long as rule number one is in effect, as long as there isn't that large conflict, because there was that yep. conflict. So I'm seeing it here. It says you are in violation of robot law nine article three. So yeah, 1138 is coming completely different. And I was wrong. So 1138 might be a amendment indicating something to the effect of this is allowed here. Don't cause a problem because we're not necessarily. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? I mean, that's the only that's, thing I can think of. That's the thing, though. That's that's the that's the thing. It's like we're we're not we're like given breadcrumbs. We're given these little snippets. We're given like all this information. But like, at, here's at this person. Here's how they are. This is how they interact with each other. And here's how people basically in today's world are interacting. You have people that are falling in love with robots, and you have robots that are falling in love with other robots. And you know, it's just. This but is it really, bad? Well, it's. I mean, like if you're worried about population levels, yeah, it can be bad. Well, there's still artificial insemination. Like what happens if you have people that aren't able to get artificially inseminated because of the drought or whatever, you know, I mean, like there's a whole slew of other problems or issues. And at that point it becomes very selective because only a small portion of people that are actually going to be able to a get it or B will be providing samples. So it's not going to be a large sample size. Well, see, you can get around or, that too. Well, then we're going to start getting into like the moral dilemma, the moral dilemma and genetic modifications and well, cloning, no, I was going to say, but we don't even know if cloning's well, a thing in this yet. We don't yeah, even we don't. know the answer for that, but we just know so that people answer. are falling in love with androids <laughs> and they're getting, they're, they're getting their love like that, which is understandable. I mean, like I, so, we all need someone to love. What I was going to say was or what I think might be a possible, possible solution is if a man loves a woman Android and they 
do the deed. The deposit could be shipped off somewhere else in cryogenically frozen area and matched to a possible woman who would give the best offspring. So that'd be a government program rather than a personal program, you know, or matched with an Android who looks similar to him, who it falls in love with a woman. Like it's well, that's, that's assuming that's assuming that they enact a law allowing and de-illegalizing sex bots. Cause those are illegal. They even reference it in the in the anime that um, sex bots are illegal. You can't you can't be doing the deed with robots in this, man. It's because it's illegal. Got laws for it. True, but that's why we've I seen can't people- get isekai'd into another world. There's laws <laughs> against it. All I know is they've already breaking laws to begin with, so they're in violation of Article Nine. Well, anyway, I mean, they, um, they break a law. They're breaking laws left and right in this. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you when, when they said that they were saying the biggest issue is you might lose touch with reality. Going back to what I was saying before, you lose touch with reality because if that's what you know and that's more comfortable to you to be an introvert, this is a perfect solution. So I can see how this might be a thing and I can see how a father might not be able to connect to his son the way an Android would. And I can see, I can see a father being resentful for the fact that his child is turning to somebody else or a parent is turning to somebody else, especially if the Android is more understanding, doesn't discipline and shows care, essentially being a surrogate or being the best surrogate you could want. Well, the thing is, is Androids. Let me rephrase that. Let me, let me rephrase my thought here because I, I was about to say something. Okay. Androids outside yes. the cafe are in Dragon Ball Z. Are <laughs> solely acting on logic. Whereas if in the cafe, they have more personality and will react a little bit on emotion. This, even though it was only six episodes long, it does touch on a lot of hot topics and it touches on a lot of viewpoints that you could go either way with it, whether it be, I have this very particular view and then, or I could be on the other side of said view and it drums up a conversation in regards to that. This is, this is a very good anime for that. It's a good anime to start a conversation. Um, especially when it comes to robotics and the viewpoints behind it. That is great, especially with how far robotics and AI is coming along. I feel like this is something that could happen in the very near future, which I am I am excited for and scared about at the same time. You know, I'm like it's still we're in the infantile stages of a lot of things, so I'm I'm looking forward to it in well, in, so what, in a whole. The biggest issue biggest change difference I would say between what the show provides and what we're just now talking about, about potentially in the future, we have essentially slaves, robots. They have no voice. They have no conscience as of yet. If we give that to them, there'd be a moral, your computer wouldn't be a tool anymore. It would, it would be something completely different. You know what this also reminds me of? Blade Runner. robot? Blade Runner. With the replicators or with the replicate, whatever the things were. Yeah. This reminds me a lot of iRobot. 
and they do touch on it heavily in 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 Blade Runner as well. So it's a great. You know what? We may have to do Blade Runner in the future for a Patreon exclusive. The first one, and then the second one. Well, actually, you have a point because in Blade Runner, I've actually seen it, and there's a theory, a very strong theory that the the directors play with that Harrison Ford's character is what he's hunting, which is why he's so good at it. And in this series, you have an android who is sent to a specific location on orders to incriminate a bunch of other like-minded people. So I can see the similarities there. I, (laughs) I, I can see where they draw on it, right? Where, where they draw on it as a whole. I think, I think, I mean, like this is, it's definitely one that drums up a lot of thoughts. It definitely is one in terms of where you can get in, you can get real deep, even though it's only six episodes long, it's like maybe an hour and a half long, hour, two hours at most long combined. You can have a very deep and, and a very thoughtful conversation on it and and you can really get into the nitty gritty like how we did just in just just think we had a several minute conversation just on the cafe rules and what a potential rule is that we have no other information on other than that they reference it a couple times and that's it i wonder so do you remember what that rule was called 1138 give me one second i'm gonna go online and see if there's anything referencing rule 1138. Depending on where you are, it could be a number of things. You know, there is <laughs> a uh, uh, manga that came out after this. That is so finished. You're going like, to you're, you're like this. Rule 1138 is intentionally vague. That That's what it is. That is the answer. What is rule 1138? It's intentionally vague. That is frustrating. Yeah, I'm not buying it. There's got to be more to it than that. I think it has something to do. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I'm not reading that. Um, The other thing is, I mean, this also kind of like opens up a segue with, you know, there potentially being more than just three robotic laws, right? Well, I think there's three rules and the rest are laws. And the difference between a rule and a law is let's, a rule let's is inherent. That, let's rephrase that. There are three okay. laws, but there are rules. 1138 is not a law. It is a rule. And they cite robotic, the three robotics laws or three laws of robotics. Okay. I think it's semantics, but one is, oh no, I, I, I say that because you're in violation of, I, I just sat it up. Damn, I, I got rid of it. Um, I was going to say, I think r- rules and laws in this particular instance are interchangeable, but one, just the, the term, but one is absolute and the other one is, uh, has leeway, has gray area, so to speak. Uh, sure. Because they broke the rule. So they got the thing broke a rule in order to, uh, enforce a law. Well, he broke a law. To enforce an to he broke a law and broke a rule to enforce another law, but the law that he was enforcing enforcing was being enforced because one of the laws that primary base laws that he is being governed by 
was about to be violated and he can't violate any of the three laws unless it's to protect another human. So let's take a step back. And so we're, we're going off of one scene. This is literally one scene that you and I have been going on about for a minute. I'd like to take a step back from that scene, from the one particular part we're talking about and just appreciate how smart the human that's in danger is actually because one in literal seconds, he was able to go through everything, all the information provided and deduce why it's happening. Like, Hey, wait a second. A primary directive was here and now it's being rejected because of this. Why I'm the only person identified as a human. So that means that this, this thing's trying to protect me and, that means I'm in danger. Why am I in danger? I'm in danger from <gasps> that person. That's why. That's the only thing. I'm like, dude, if I was in the if I was in that situation, I'd been like, holy crap, you're talking. That's awesome. And leave it at that. Whereas he's going through a whole sequence of of just danger factors, for lack of a better word. Right, right. So here, let me you want to talk about mind blowing, right? We're talking about this one scene. I mean, like we have talked about other scenes and other things that have happened in in the show. It's which honestly I feel like is a little dry. It's well, it's a little dry shows. for my for my taste. But the three laws are the three things that we keep going on around about. Think about it, man. It has been around for eighty years. Eighty years, dude. That's when these laws were f- the the three robotic laws were first thought of. Eighty years ago, and we're to this day, still coming up with content and movies and everything like that, that are based around those three robotic laws. Even are you being serious? Like serious? Yeah. Like serious. Really? Like everything that is being developed and and thought, including stories and everything like that. Fiction and science fiction and reality are being built around these three with the, the thought process behind these three laws. Do you think we're getting dumber as a society? Every single day. That's why I watch anime. (laughs) I'm just thinking if it was 80 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to think of something this, this uh, with that would be like me making a rule for this thing that in my lifetime probably won't happen. Like I'm going to be dead, but my thought, my idea is so infectious that one day the rules I made, like, don't step on this line or this will happen is now a law 80 years later. And it is, it, it is profound and it works really well. Like at that, the forethought, the forethought alone is impressive, you know? Yeah. Well, so wait I'll one second. To, what, what I'm going to end okay. up having to do, and I'll, I'll probably write some preliminary thoughts and I encourage you to do the same thing. We can, we can come to, a kind of discovery phase and just really explore the three laws and everything having to do with it. We can make that exclusive for our patrons there. I could try. I'm not good at homework, but I can try. Neither am I. That's but. why, that's why I, uh, I, I said we up. could put it together. It was like you and I, we can just do it. We, we, Rick, we can do this. We have the technology. We don't even oh, have the technology is there. Look, Look, we don't even have to type, bro. We just have to speak it. It'll type for us. Ultimate, 
ultimate laziness right there, man. We got this. We can do it. We can. Oh, God. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Possibly. Well, so one of the things I, I want to jump back, I realize 90% of our conversation is based on, I wouldn't say five literal sentences and one scene. I got but a question the, for you. It's the, well, I mean. I mean, out of an hour and a half, I guess pulling one scene's not bad. The reason why my rating for this show will be what it is. How many memorable characters are there? How many memorable main characters are there? Uh, you're thinking way too hard. The number is way too high. If you're, if you're going that route, I remember maybe two people. I was going to say, and again, I I finished it an hour and a half ago. I was going to say four. Well, your memory is better than mine, but (laughs) like, I mean, it don't leave an impact. The situations leave an impact. The people who are in them don't to me. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. The, which is why I said, you know, I mean, like it, the writing was dry. The people, I just, I didn't create that connection with them. I didn't, I mean, like I could to a degree. However, I found some of it just like kind of left me with the feeling of really type of thing. Like the message got through, but the way that like Little Red Riding Hood. I know the general gist of it, but I don't remember the exact thing that the, the Grimm brothers wrote. I yeah, remember, so I, I know the overall I stuff, like you know, the message. I like the end result. I just don't like the journey. Okay. I can see that. Okay. I, I can definitely, I can, I can definitely relate to that. I think, yeah, it was a bit dry. It was a bit monotonous at times, but I, I liked the fact that because nobody was really memorable, you can introduce new people and get experiences from them and not expect to know them later. You can learn things from random characters that don't really serve a purpose other than the fact that they're throwing their own spin on it. And when you take that away, you get a fuller picture. Similar thing. Uh, one of my, one, a person I, I knew once said that everyone sees something different. Everyone sees the same picture, the same thing differently. An elephant. You've got 18 blind people. And they, you, you present an elephant to them. Just I'm a go uh, stay with me for a second. They all go to the elephant. They all feel what they feel. And to each person, the elephant is something different. One person only feels a leg. So to him, an elephant is a large leg. One person felt the trunk. So the elephant's obviously a large trunk. One felt the body. It's a big body. They, they, they're all pieces of a bigger story. Uh, they're all pieces of a bigger picture. When you bring them all together, like they show with us, The people you're getting the stories from don't matter, but the overarching message does. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I didn't like the journey it took to get there, but I get the end result. (laughs) It was just same thing. It was just confusing. And I mean, I I get what you're trying to say. I do. I get what you're trying to say. I just, I didn't like the journey getting there. I just found it more confusing or try it was like well why is he saying it like this i don't i don't like that that's that's no that's no but very hey, similar to the show and result was there and like i said mm. i don't like the journey but i get what you're <laughs> saying at the end so with the, all that uh-huh. being said confusion and all and everything else on a scale of up to one sir how would you rate this 
up to one. <laughs> no, let's get, you know, so I have a question. Give, give one last thing on the road that your journey happened to be to the last episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they came out with a second season, would you watch it? Yeah, but that's My more answer's so yeah. because, because of the completionist in me. I can't not watch it. <laughs> I would want to watch it. I wouldn't feel compelled to watch it due to, Look, I got to finish it, but I'd want to watch it. I'll tell you this right now. I started watching this mm-hmm. uh, 10 years ago. I made it to episode two. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Well, I made it to episode four, but I, I it doesn't really watch pick up. it anymore because it just, to me, I did not like the journey. I still don't like the journey. Then why did you recommend it to me 10 years ago? Because you were like, this is you. You recommended oh, yeah, you it did. to me. No, 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 no. You did. I was, I was all about Naruto. I was all about, and you're like, hey, this looks kind of cool. You should try it. Granted, all it was probably one episode was, in. All I said was, have you heard anything about, about this? If uh-huh. you chose to twist it and go, you should check this out. That's on you hundred percent. I did not recommend uh-huh. it. I didn't recommend it because I didn't even watch it. I can't recommend what I don't watch. That's, oh, that's a lie. I, I can't, I can't recommend what I don't watch. Why would I recommend something? I don't watch. I don't know why you did what you did. Right. Yeah. I, li- I like your, <laughs> uh, your cover there, sir. Uh huh. I'd watch it. I, the story is good. I think, I think the fact that the kind of the animation style is consistent. It's not great. It's not horrible, but it is consistent. It's crystal clear. It's got clean lines and everything like that. I didn't really remember hearing much music. It was there, uh, especially in the beginning uh, when they were doing like their own little mini opening scene. Uh, same thing yeah. at the end. It did have it kind of in the background a little bit. It it was so it was there. It just wasn't very prominent, uh, mainly because it wasn't meant to be the focus of it. It was meant to be yeah. something dr- kind of like strumming in the background, playing in the background, just like as ambient noise. That's about it. Yeah. At, not at all times. Only yeah, when they're in the to, cafe or at the I'm house. Gonna have, I'm going to have to give it probably a five. Very middle of the road for me. No, no. It is middle of the road, but it doesn't have a good ending. So four. I, yeah. I'm I'm going with the only reason why I'm going with the six. Really? Going, going with the six is because of the sheer conversations that can happen as a result of watching this. That is That's assuming reason. you get more than one person to watch it. That is true. However, think about the in-depth conference like you and i we could go on for hours about some some of the oh, most and we will minute, after this is done most minute details most minute details that you could just focus on and have full in-depth conversations on it and that is why i'm giving it a six i don't think it's fair but i think it's a bit high personally Hey, you know what? You you rate it how you want to rate it. I rate it how I want to rate it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Overall, unless you want I, to go back and change your score for sin. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> oh, look, I got paint to watch. It's drying. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. Right. I mean, like we could watch the, the dub version. Oh, God. This time. I mean, don't do that. I'm drinking. Don't do that. That hurt. Oh, okay. Watch the well, dubbed version. <laughs> I did watch the dubbed version. 
I watched the dubbed and it was, oh God. I know. That's why I was saying <sighs> we could watch the dub. I love it, man. It's great. Anyways, uh, next week's choice uh, is Helsing Ultimate. It is. It is indeed. Not to be confused with Helsing that we watched a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. It's It's got to be good. Indeed. It's got to be good. It's got to be great. It is going to be great. I promise. It's going to be good. It's the, the, it, it, you'll like it. I think, I think you'll like it. Well, okay. All that being said, uh, I, uh, feel like this is a great spot to kind of wrap up, sir. I agree. All right. So, uh, hope you all enjoyed this week's choice. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too deep or too, uh, too focused on anything in particular, but you know, it was a, it was a good show, at least for the conversation topics, whether they be uh, influential or otherwise. And feel free to reach out to us and let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. Those were, were highly intellectual individuals and just seeing way too much into things that's not really there or just tell us we're dumb idiots. So that's all right too. reach out to us at <laughs> featured anime podcast at gmail.com at those anime guys on Twitter, a featured anime podcast on Facebook. Uh, and if you want to talk to us in our discord, feel free to do that. Let us know. Talk to us there. Uh, link for that's going to be in the show notes. And if you want to catch some of the bonus content, some of the bonus uh, episodes that are going to be coming out next one, we're actually going to be recording here uh, pretty soon. Uh, and that'll be the drunken master. And dollar a month will get you that bonus content until next time i'm jack i'm rick and we'll see you next time that's it i'm a little hurt yeah uh, i can't i was trying to think of ways to be like i'll be your android but that's that no can't do it i tried tried all right well (laughs) lackluster lackluster Uh, uh uh-huh just like the show true (laughs) (laughs) oh later brother 